I am Akila S. Richards, and you are rocking with a community of Black folks, Indigenous folks, and other people of color immersed or interested in self-directed education. Tune in weekly for insights and strategies from unschoolers, de-schoolers, social justice organizers, co-op and nonprofit founders, recovering public and private school teachers and professors, and believers in lifelong decolonized learning. Like what you're hearing? Head over to RaisingFreePeople.com for more than 100 episodes of Deep Dope Dialogue to fuel your education liberation. You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. What up, what up? Welcome to episode 140. Man, these numbers are getting higher. (laughs) So excited to do a bit of a medley. I get that from dancehall culture if you have a good mixtape is a medley right with a bunch of different songs from different eras maybe i talked about this on here before so you'll have like a bunch of different artists a bunch of different musicians will make songs on that particular beat and so you have a medley which is a collection of artists on their beat (laughs) shout out to my dance hall lovers especially 90s dance hall anywho so i'm doing a bit of a medley here where I wanted to just touch on the other type of self-care we hear often about and is very important, the type of self-care that means doing less, right? Not doing the most, relaxing, taking your time, making time for yourself, being introspective, quieting oneself, those things that tend to go in opposition to what we're usually doing, the fast-paced production mode type deal, right? For me, self-care is also about not just what I do to quiet the noise, but how I design my days, what I do with my time, how I earn my money, all of it for me. I'm never not figuring out how to take care of myself in one form or another. And for sure, the design of my life, that design in progress, is one where I don't feel, or for me, the barometers that I shouldn't feel that I need to escape my life. That's why I don't use the word vacation, because to me, when you vacate something, that shit is like on fire. I'm vacating a burning building. I'm leaving something that isn't working for me. And I really work very hard, particularly since we started unschooling, to design a life where I don't feel like I need to be one way really hard for a long time and then figure out how to be another way. Like when I was in the more conventional mode of having a typical nine to five and looking forward to the weekend and hating Mondays and that sort of shit, like that's over. So for me now, that design is about how do my days look, not how my weekends look, not how my vacation time or my downtime looks, but also how do my moment by moment experiences look. So I wanted to give a few examples of how people do that. And I'm going to start with myself. I'm going to play a few clips from Raising Free People Workshop 2019. As you may know, Marley, 15-year-old, amazing unschooler and woman becoming, who also is my oldest daughter, she and I co-facilitated Raising Free People Workshop this year. It's two sessions. And as I'm talking to you now, we just finished the first session on Tuesday, October 8th. 
And then we'll do another one October 15th. But I wanted to give you a few snippets of that because for sure, my relationships with both of my daughters is such a huge part of what self-care looks like for me. How am I feeling in those relationships? How am I showing up? Do I feel like they have the room to express themselves? Do I feel like I'm doing what I feel I need to do as their mother without compromising or sacrificing what I need to do as Akila? So here are a few snippets from how Marley and I shared what that looks like for us. I think doing it this way too, for me, for sure, has been really de-schooling my whole idea of even doing this sort of work because we talk about these things all the time. Some of us on this call talk to each other about this thing all the time. People want answers. They want a definitive thing. It's like they want the guru. They want the person to say, this is what to do. But we are really just open to sharing and getting other people's insights and asking questions together because what we want are communities of intergenerational Black, Indigenous, and people of color conversations around these sorts of things. Because for us culturally, we don't have these sorts of conversations. We literally label it white people shit to have real conversation or, or honest conversation, I should say, intergenerationally. So yeah. doing this, just being able to create the space is the responsibility not to solve anything for anybody, not to provide necessarily all the answers, but just to show that the conversation can happen and to invite the conversation and to say, look, no one died. Like we're actually better for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I hear I'm on Instagram a lot. So, you know, like a lot of the posts are like, oh, black people, when your mom does this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but that's a problem. That's just like, it changes everything. Yeah. But anyway, it has changed most things for the better. It's not like I can't interact with those people about something different. It's not like it puts me on a different plane or even on a pedestal, like none of that. It's just a different experience, like how everybody can kind of relate to their mom chasing them around with the belt. I would want people to be able to relate to having a conversation with their parents about anything, that kind of just casual integration, even if it's not easy, because it yes. is never, but even if it's not easy, integrating that kind of critical thinking on both sides. That's why we say all the time, we are not equal. We don't even put a facade that we're equal, but it can be equitable, which is going to take into consideration the fact that you're not going to have the same priorities eight years in because you just haven't had the same experiences. You don't have the same levels of responsibilities and all these different contexts that yeah. are just true and real. So there are things even now as Marley is 15 and Sage is 13, where there are things where I'm like, I don't even know how to begin to, nor am I sure that I want to try to convince you about why I'm saying this is the case. So that's where the trust thing comes in. And we talk all the time about yeah, cause you, defining you, trust. Yeah, yeah, you've always done like some version of that where it's like, I really don't know what else to do here. Like, yeah, we've dialogued, <laughs> we've ta-da-da-da-da, but at the end of the day, I have like a responsibility as a parent. This is the choice I'm making. I don't know if it's the right one. We'll see. Yep. But <laughs> yeah. All 
right. So here is another clip that also includes Marley. <laughs> you won't hear her voice, but she and Sage, another amazing teen unschooler, really creative and brilliant and also happens to be my daughter. Marley and Sage are two of the young folks working with Veronica Ashley Reed for a conference that's being hosted next year, actually. So excited for that. It's called the Get and Grown Youth Conference. It's in Orlando, Florida, July 16th to 19th. And Veronica, she's someone that I know and love. She's my sister in love, actually. One of my brothers, Jared and Veronica are married. And Veronica's self-care includes, in addition to purposed yoga, as she calls it, beautiful form of yoga that really works to talk about the psychology and the self and trauma healing. She's a veteran and spent nearly a decade in the army and talks about what recovering from that trauma looks like for her and educating other people on how trauma shows up in their body and how yoga can be part of healing that. So that's a part of how Veronica practices self-care for herself and communally. And she also does it in her everyday life design. And a part of that, as a growth designer, I love that moniker that Veronica created for herself as a growth designer. She also creates opportunities for people to get together, to work through things, to get tools and resources for what it means to live the type of lives that they want to live, particularly around financial freedom. And so here are some snippets from Veronica talking about getting grown youth conference as part of her way of taking care of self and community. A lot of my work is creating tools and spaces for the black and brown community to heal. But what I was noticing is that we didn't have the resources to even access those things, whether it be time or money or even the skills to develop or fund the things that we want to do as self-healing, which presented a bigger problem. So I began to create products and tools for our young adults. In the process of creating tools for adults, I began to grow partnerships with young adults, with teens, noticing that they had the skills and the interest, the energy to actually support and create, help me create the products that we were needing for our community. Then I noticed that there wasn't a lot of support for them. More and more of my partnerships were beginning to be with young adults, but there wasn't resources for them. So. That's what we did. We decided to create some resources, spaces, this conference for young adults to be able to see and experience more positive environments when it came to learning and fun and doing what they enjoy, giving parents an opportunity to see a different idea of what freedom looks like in like the young people's lives, inclusion of their young people. Because a lot of parents or a lot of people see freedom and they don't really see that as a thing for children or for young adults, but it starts there. It can at least. And to learn and teach them how to monetize what they enjoy doing, their crafts, their gifts already. Teach them how to actually put numbers to that and make money from it versus sending them off and forcing them to learn something or memorize something in a school somewhere. 
A lot of times learning becomes just sitting in chairs and memorizing information that you probably won't use either ever or for a really long time. So what we want to do is really, really hone in on what they want to do and then teaching them how to monetize that. How do you make money from the things that you enjoy doing every day? How do you make money or work doing the things that are already planted inside of you, that are already things that you are interested in? Also, we have the experience of Universal Studio included in the ticket. So everyone that comes get to go to Universal Studios. For this conference, I'm working with a super dope group of young people and adults. Um, starting with Sage and Marley. They are our creative designers as well as our panelists. And then we have Jalen and Gabby sharing their success stories. And then I have myself and Shante bringing financial literacy and application. And lastly, we have Trelawney bringing us energy and life as our MC, a super dope group of people that really, really believe in what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Of course, all of the details for Veronica's conference, as well as the replays from Raising Free People Workshop 2019 will be on this week's show notes page, raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 140. So now we're going to hear from another person that I love, 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 Howard also known as the only Black cosmonaut, who is also someone whose self-care has for many years included meditation and really mindful movement in various forms. He is a certified stuntman. He's a parkour athlete. If you don't know about parkour, you will after connecting with Howard. He's a huge fan and advocate of meditation. And because of his life experiences, and as you get into his podcast, you'll hear more about that over time. He's had some near-death experiences as a child. He had a heart condition that caused him to have major heart surgeries as a child. He's experienced death at a very young age because he was in rehab for a long time around his heart surgery, like relearning his body and his best friend as a child died while they were in rehab together. And so he's just really navigated a lot of different things outside of the day-to-day shit that most of us can relate to. And so he is going to talk a little bit about his practices for self-care that really include not just his meditative practices, but also the design of his day. He used movement like how I use meditation as a way to heal myself. It feels good to move. It feels good to learn about my body when it's active, as the blood flows through it, as I hydrate, as I breathe. It just becomes something that brings me to a state that's not normal when I'm in a calm, still place. And it feels like a balance to the stillness. So I use both sides mostly to continue to heal myself and also understand that it is a self-caring tool. Movement is to me an equal value to my self-care as much as stillness is. And so that's how I view it. 
Yes. Don't forget, raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 140 is where you'll get the details so that you can connect with Veronica, that you connect with Howard, and you can also get the direct link to the audio-only replays of Raising Free People 2019, the workshop. All right. As usual, I want to shout out my patrons, those of you who decided to take a stand and say, I value the work that you're doing. I want to make sure that it keeps on happening. Thank you. Thank y'all for that, because that's what happens when you come over to patreon.com forward slash Akila. So this week, I'm sending so much love to Victoria, Lynn, Daphne, and Veronica. Thank y'all so much for joining the community. We operate here on Fear of the Free Child podcast on a supporter-driven model. So the way that this podcast gets done, the way that I can pay folks to support the production of this every week is through your donations on patreon.com forward slash Akila. So thank you so much. Come on over. I'm actually going to start doing the show notes directly on Patreon as well. So you'll get a reminder in your inbox every week when the episode comes out and you'll get all the detailed show notes there, plus a few other kind of behind the scenes dealios and special things that I share there. But I do want to reiterate that the primary reason for you to come over to Patreon isn't necessarily to take in more content. You can because it's there, but it's really just your way of saying, I value what you're doing. I appreciate it. I want to do something about getting it done each week. And thank you. That's it. That's the purpose. (laughs) So thank y'all, Victoria, Lynn, Daphne, and Veronica for being part of our Patreon community. If you are listening and you are not Victoria, Lynn, Daphne, or Veronica, and you haven't yet come over, please consider doing so. Link is on the show notes page and virtually every page on RaisingFreePeople.com. Thank y'all for listening. Next week, we will have another episode of Let's Grow with Dr. Sunjata. So look out for that. Much love and peace.